Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome back into Unrelated at Birth with another fun, exciting show. Last week might have been a little bit of a uh, serious show. Hmm, a little bit. A little bit. But this week, while we love doing those serious shows, this week, we've got a fun one. We've been looking forward to do this one for probably about four or five weeks by now. Um, but before we get into that, I am the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you live and in living color from the top of the state of Alabama in Madison, Alabama, in the Unrelated at Birth Studios. And as always, I have brought my unrelated brother along all the way from the House of Mouse, House of St. Cloud, House of Ravenclaw, <laughs> the phenomenal brother, Adam Russell. We need to keep, we need to remember the whole like, Unrelated at birth, Southern Command, that like thing that Rush Limbaugh oh, calls his. Yeah. You, need, you need to remember that next time. We'll, we'll, we'll tweak the script a little bit, Dave. It's okay. But, I but you, you. look, I am, I'm so in a routine. I, I like the way my things have gone. Yeah. I don't want to change it. Okay. That's why I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh, see? Yeah. I like routines. I like the way things always have been. Yeah. And I'm trying to use the learning of, and a little bit of wit mixed in to change things up. And that's why I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Well, I don't know about your wit, but <laughs> well, well, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> so what are we doing tonight, Adam? What are we doing? Mm, we have the enviable task of sorting famous and some not so famous Disney characters into their Hogwarts houses. That's going to be tough. On some of them, it will be. Yeah, on some of them, it will be. On some of them, I'll be honest, I'll have to bow out because I probably don't know what I should know. You're going to bow out on something Disney? Well, I don't know if I'm going to say bow out on something Disney, but like when we do, uh, like we're going to do Preston Walters from Blank Check. Do you know how long it's been since I've seen Blank Check? You didn't watch it as pre-show prep, man. It's on Disney+. Plus. I've been working a lot. I, I've had a rough weekend. Do you know what he calls himself? What name he gives himself to throw people off when he cashes the blank check? I can. Who Google does he it. say he works for? Donald Mr. Trump? Macintosh. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Because he has an Apple computer yeah. in his room. See, now it's all coming back. Now, yeah. Yes. There you all go. Right. I remember he bought the, a, a boxing ring and had those big gloves. And he did. And he, had, he had a... He only got a million dollars. 
Yes. And how he bought all the stuff that he bought. His 90s prices, man. Um, early 90s, too. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Alex. So Alex, as the somebody I work with, and she doesn't know pop pop culture references, and I usually use them all the time. And, and yes, I do. Yes, I use them all the time, Adam. Stop yeah. mouthing it. But we we are going to do, and I don't know if I can put Rocketeer in in a house. I needed to watch Rocketeer, and I didn't have time to do that. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll handle that one. I, I know you will. I know you will. I just won't do this again. Squash. Anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. So before we get into the sorting and before I let the sorting hat talk, let's go ahead and remind everybody the four houses of Hogwarts. Yep. Which if you've listened to the show, thank you, Alex. Yes, I misspelled Hogwarts when I did <laughs> the show earlier. It's not Hogwarts. It's Hogwarts. Okay, fine. Uh, so if you listen to the show, you know that we are big fans of, of Harry Potter and Potter Kingdom or Potterdom. Uh, Potter. and, and we're also big Disney people. So we are pushing the two together and we're going to sort Disney people into Hogwarts houses, even if they're not magical. That's right. We're going to let non-magical people into Hogwarts. All right, that's so a crazy Kurt, hypothetical scenario, Dave. We are going like I way know. out there on this. We one. are. Wow. We're gonna we're gonna store <laughs> mermaids. Man, they would gonna, never. They would never do that. <laughs> All right, Gryffindor. Everybody knows who Gryffindor. What Gryffindor is? Yep. Courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. And your three. I'm just doing about three to four famous people, so you can kind of get a. A kind of who is it? What is it? Yeah. Uh, yes, Brian. Muggles in Gryffindor or in Hogwarts. <laughs> and sorry, I have to. Jeffrey says Hogwarts, making fun of Hogwarts. Wasn't that the spinoff of Pigs in Space? <laughs> I had just had to say it that way. I love that. Yes, yeah. yes, Jeffrey. All right, so <laughs> Gryffindor, your famous ones, of course, Harry Potter, all the Weasleys, Hermione Granger, and we'll we'll say Sirius Black. Because yeah. everybody knows who a Gryffindor is. Hufflepuff. They are hardworking. They're patient. They value justice. And they're loyal. Mm -hmm. So I got three of the four. Which is the I'm one you don't have? Patience. Mm, true. Yeah. And it was hard to find three famous Hufflepuffs. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that I know of for a fact because he died. Cedric Diggory. Mm-hmm. And the other one died. The other very famous one died too. Nymphadora Tonks. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And Newt's commander. I mean, everybody loves Newt. Yes. So. All right. Ravenclaw. Yes. They're the idiots that are, have their nose in the books. Excuse me? They the value, opposite of that. Yeah. They value it. Yes. And by the way, other famous Hufflepuffs include myself, Ellie Adams, Blair Russell and Emma Russell. That's right. There you go. All right. Ravenclaw. Yes, I see your comment, Jeff. I'm not saying anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> Ravenclaw. Intelligence, learning, 
wisdom, and wit. It was also hard to find famous Ravenclaws. No, it's not. L Luna Lovegood. Yeah. Cho Chang. Yeah. And Gilderoy Lockhart. Um, anybody ever heard of Ollivander? Oh, see, he, he, it wasn't on my list. He was a Ravenclaw. Now we don't claim we don't claim Gilderoy Lockhart though. He's a famous Ravenclaw. We don't claim him after the incidents of um, whichever okay. movie that was. Anyway, that was the second one. The second one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, also Virgil and, and Kathy are are Hufflepuffs. Right. I forgot about that. Uh, Vance apparently is a Ravenclaw as well. Whoop, whoop. Okay. Slytherin. They're not just evil. There are good Slytherin. No, Amanda, you're not a Ravenclaw. You're a when Slytherin. Amanda says I should have been Ravenclaw, let's let's fire up the human jukebox. Toby Keith should have been, been a Ravenclaw. <laughs> should have learned to read and read. <laughs> I'd be wearing my uh, pointy hat. <laughs> right you're welcome, in my everybody. Room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, There's Slytherin. something there, though. There's a song there, man. There is. There's there is. I, there. Okay. I think we should do it. Slytherin, they are not just evil. There are good Slytherin. Ambitious, cunning, leadership, and resourcefulness. So there you go. And they, I mean, regular black was. The black family has a lineage through there. The so black be family. All bad. Well, but remember, Regulus Black was pretty bad. He, he yeah, was a dark. That's true. That's true. He was a death eater. That's true. Yeah. All right. Your famous ones, Merlin. Merlin's not bad. No. Snape, Malfoy, and Tom Riddle. Thomas Marvolo Riddle. Yes. All right. Oh, according to the Sorting Hat, Jeffrey Martin is a Gryffindor. Good for you. All, All right. right. So here we go. Before we start, we have to start with the source. Oh, you may not think I'm pretty, but don't judge on what you see. I'll eat myself if you can find a smarter hat than me. You can keep your bowlers black, your top hats sleek and tall, for I am the Hogwarts sorting hat, and I can cap them all. There's nothing hidden in your head the sorting hat can't see, so try me on and I will tell you where you ought to be. You might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where they are just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil. Or yet in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Or perhaps in Slytherin you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folk use any means to achieve their ends. So put me on, don't be afraid, and don't get in a flap. You're in safe hands, though I have none, for I'm a thinking cap. Adam, That's I'm a, actually cut. Huh? It's a great introduction to this. It is. I'm, I'm a little shocked you're not wearing your short and hat. I don't have it anymore. What happened to it? I don't know what happened to it, to be honest. I, I do have the picture. I think I know where it is, but I do have the picture of me and Blair when I was wearing the sorting hat at the Deathly Hollows release party at Barnes and Noble with some poor guy that had to dress up like serious, serious black in air quotes. He had to. <laughs> oh, he worked there and he got he got stuck with the duty of dressing up and taking pictures with everybody. He was <laughs> the said, photo op. You said duty. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So we're gonna we're gonna start off here. Come on, Sorty. Let's let's let me pick, Come pick on, you Sorty up. Sorty Sorty McSort, sort. All right, our first person to sit on the throne, on the stool. What are you drinking? All right, Ariel. Wow, Grisham, so, stop howling. Stop, stop howling. <laughs> I, I think we can immediately scratch Hufflepuff, and we can immediately scratch Ravenclaw. Can we though? Yes, because she's not patient. She's not hardworking. She skips on the choir practice to go mm. and, and loaf off. And Ravenclaw, I don't think she's all that wise because she goes and, and makes a deal with the devil. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So we can immediately scratch off Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards Slytherin. I agree with that one. I think I would lean that way too because of the resourcefulness and ambition. Like she wanted so bad to go after something that she was willing to make right. a bad deal to do it. Yeah. Right. I, I think we have officially sorted Ariel of the Seas in the Slytherin. Slytherin. Yep. Yep. So Alex, wait, Alex makes a point. She's so friendly and she loves random weird stuff. That would put her more in a Luna Lovegood. But type arena. I, I understand that, but she's not intelligent and she doesn't have that wisdom mm. because she makes that deal with the devil. Okay. And, and Alex says total Hufflepuff. I cannot agree with that. She's not hardworking. She's not patient. She's loyal, but 50%, you cannot have 50% gone. Who is she loyal to? Flounder and Eric. Oh, that's true. That's true. And, and Sebastian. But not her father. But not her father. Not King Triton. <laughs> so I'm going to go Slytherin. The hat has spoken. The golden hat of the South has spoken. <laughs> you are reading the comments as we go. I am. Uh-oh. I'm not saying Slytherins aren't intelligent. Slytherins are very intelligent. Oof. Look at Tom Riddle. Voldemort. He's one of the most intelligent wizards out there. Okay, next princess. <laughs> next. <laughs> We're going to go with a very easy one. You ready? Say it. Who is it? Who is it? Little town. Oh, we're going to sing on every quiet village. Mm. Like the one before. Little town. Let's get the whole line, but keep going. Full of little people, yes, lining right. up to say bonjour. Bell, 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 bell. Let's sorter on the count of three: one, two, two. three. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's no. Wait a second. You're Blair. How do you say that she is a Hufflepuff? Loyalty. Patience. Mm -hmm. You could make that argument. We're only doing Ravenclaw based off her nose being in a book. And you said yourself, you can't have 50%. Uh, but no, here we go. Intelligent. She's very intelligent because she learns about it. She's learning because she sits there and wants to learn. She's wise. 
and she has the wit to outsmart Beast. That's true. Okay. I mean, I, I said Rowdy King totally go Ravenclaw in there. I, I see a hundred percent Ravenclaw. I think it. This is one of those Harry Potter situations. She could be Ravenclaw. She could be Hufflepuff. But yeah. I think she's more Ravenclaw than she is Hufflepuff. Hmm. Yeah. But so, Blair says. But Blair says she's my favorite, and I'm a Hufflepuff. So can I go against my own wife on this? No, but you can. You can highlight my wife. Uh, I wasn't warned this was a musical episode. <laughs> and guess what, Amanda? Neither was I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one. I I can't sing this. Thank God. <laughs> Sorry. It just came out. A whole new sorting. Ooh. <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> this one's tough. Um, because she stands on her own two feet. She's not. Uh, I, I don't put her in this damsel in distress. So I, I would immediately strike out Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff here. Yeah. Um, because she wants to get her hands dirty. I would put her in Gryffindor almost easily, but I could yeah. see her straddling Slytherin and Gryffindor, but I would go Gryffindor more than yeah, I would go Slytherin. I, I think it's, I would call it Gryffindor with Slytherin tendencies because you know what draws her and Aladdin together is probably that overlap because I would put Aladdin fully in Slytherin, right? I mean, he found oh, Disney and, and he did the whole parade and all that stuff. That overlap that they have of that Slytherin trait is probably what drew them together. So I'd say Gryffindor with Slytherin tendencies, just from yeah. the ambition perspective. Not that she was ambitious to, you know, to rule the the kingdom or anything like that, but she would was perfectly willing to strike out on her own yeah. and do her own thing, you know. Wait, are, have we seen that the the Sorting Hat is the early days of an enneagram, enneagram or whatever it's called? Enneagram. The you're, are you a one? Are you a three with a yeah. right? Sure, sure. So, that, that should be the mandatory personality test if you get hired at Universal. Is you should have to get sorted. And they translate that over into like an enneagram. Yeah. Why not? I like I, it. I don't. I don't know what my number is. By the way, I, I haven't done one. I don't know that I have either. All right. Right. The, the next princess. <laughs> Let's get down to business to sort Mulan. Ooh, that worked. That worked perfectly. The words did, yeah. Yeah, and my voice worked. Okay. It worked. So, yeah. Sound came I, out. I would say we have to, once again, I think with most of the princesses, we're going to strike Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Because most of the modern-day princesses yeah, are known for their bravery. Are known for their leadership, their their sure. ambition. Um, that's why maybe nineties down are probably all Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. Yeah. So with this one, with Mulan, I think you have to say Slytherin. You, I would say mostly Slytherin because she's cunning. She dresses up as a man, and and hides the fact of who she really is. Yeah. That has Voldemort written all well, over. Well, and then so she has the ambition to do that, the cunning to pull it off, the leadership to help defeat the Hun in the final battle, and the resourcefulness to tie all of that together. So I can right. see that. Blair says Mulan is a Gryffindor, and now I'm wishing we had had a third guest on the show because you and I are, tend to be agreeing on most of these. <laughs> She's been the opposite. So, yeah. But yeah, I could. I think you could make a case for Gryffindor just because of the bravery um, and the courage. 
but I, I would agree that Slytherin probably is a little bit more of the whole picture. Yeah. yeah. I think okay. we're, yeah, we're there. All right. We get more Slytherin than I thought we would. I, yeah. Tiana. Are you tracking? Are you tracking where we are? Like how many we've I'm, done where? I have, I, I know where we are. We, this okay. is our fifth one. No, but I, I mean, know. how many we've sorted into which house? No, I haven't yet. Okay. I haven't. I, I probably should have, but Tiana now she wears green. So is she Slytherin? Uh, once again, you rule out Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Yeah, I, I, I would lean more Gryffindor here. Yeah, I would lean because she wants to start her own business and has the courage to do that kind of thing. But she's not willing to do anything. Right. In fact, she's she's willing to do it her way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Brian, why do I get the feeling that Dave can't figure it out? He's going to say Slytherin. Dave has a Slytherin confirmation bias. No, I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go with all of these resources I've got, and and all of my, you heard the sorting hat himself. We're all four of these categories here. Oh, Vance says Ravenclaw for Tiana. You know, yeah. I can see that. But now do that they cover? Still- do they cover off on? her intelligence and learning and that type of stuff. They don't, but we know that she's intelligent and learning. Oh, oh sure. I mean, you can tell by the character, but you have not you ha- overstated wait. like it is with Belle. Brad Toon asked for this. Brad. I, I Look, you were almost there. Almost there. You almost got out of a song, but Brad, he just had a care and he's almost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So Blair says she's brave and chivalrous. I, I think you have to go Gryffindor with that one. I, I agree. With that. Well, that, that goes, does that go back to Mulan though? No, I think that was, that was, that was Tiana. I'm going. I'm going to go with Tiana on that. Tiana is Gryffindor. I agree with that one. Yeah. All right, Rapunzel. This one's going to shock some people. For what I'm about to say. All right. And, and I, I don't know if I have a song for Rapunzel. I'm thinking. No, nope, can't think of one. I can't think of a way to to spin a Rapunzel song for this one. <laughs> you can, can't you? Oh, uh, if I give given enough time, I could. Yeah, but please continue. Right. I, let's not divulge into song every time. All right. I don't want to get too much of a good thing. I know, I know, I know. She could be Hufflepuff because she is hardworking. I mean, she she maps everything. She she's loyal to Pascal, but I don't think she's patient, and I don't think she seeks justice. Okay. I don't think she's she could be a little Ravenclaw, but I think she's almost dim-witted. Because she's scared of everything, she hits everything with the pan. She, she just well, it's not dimwitted more than it is just a innocence because she's sheltered. I mean, it's like she's not dimwitted at all because she's able to have a dream and fully express it in that whole song. I have a dream, you know, right? Or I've got a dream, and so I don't think I've it's got a dream. more than it's just a naivete. I've got a dream. There's your song, yeah. Um, but I, I that's a hard one because I don't know that she matches checks all the boxes. But if you look at everything that she does in the tower, she cooks and bakes and reads. And, you know, there's a lot of things that she's good at because she had nothing but time to get good at it. You know? Yeah. Uh, Vance says she's a Hufflepuff. I disagree, 
because she very quickly disobeys her mother. Yeah, that that part of it, that, that again leans towards like a Slytherin tendency. I am saying Slytherin. Yeah. I'm putting her because she's mm. ambitious. She's cunning. She lies to get her mother out of the tower so she can go. Yeah. Any means necessary. I'm going to go Slytherin here. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think, though, she stayed in the room for that long. She had to have some kind of patience. She had loyalty to Pascal and eventually Flynn Rider, too. She had to not mind hard work to clean everything and then cook all the stuff and then read all the books. So I'm going to say Hufflepuff. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but the the golden hat. Of Thank the, you. Thank the you. golden hat of the South is spoken, though she's Slytherin. Yeah. It's what you do. Yeah. After 16 years of living in the tower. I mean, that's patience, right? Yeah, that is patience. All right. <laughs> Moana. Mm. Make way, make way. Go ahead. I, what can I say except Moana? I did not know that Christopher Jackson played Moana's dad until recently. Yep. I did not know that. Chris, that is, I think that you know he got that part because of Lin-Manuel. Well, and Lin-Manuel got Moana because of Hamilton's success. It all kind of rolled right. downhill. Right, it, it rolls downhill, yeah. right. All right. Moana. Hmm. So this one is very tough. I think she so she so shows shows traits of all four. Sure. Cause she is hardworking, she's patient, she's loyal, and she wants justice. No, Eric, I'm not wearing your shirt. I'm wearing my shirt. Your shirt's over there. Um she could be Gryffindor. She's brave, she's courage, she has nerve, she doesn't really have chivalry. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Mm -hmm. Ravenclaw, she's intelligent. She learns her way to, to sell the boat. She's wise and she has a lot of wit. Slytherin, she's ambitious. She's cunning to lure uh, Maui back on the, on the boat. She shows leadership and she's resourceful. So, Jeffrey corrected me, and I, I, you are correct. She's not patient. She takes off without thinking. So, we'll, let's scratch Hufflepuff. Okay. Although, although, I'm Hufflepuff, and I don't have patience. So, I have every Keep other... Going. But, Keep going. We're letting but, you talk your way through this one. Go ahead. But I think there are better, better categories for her than Hufflepuff. I agree. I, I would go Gryffindor. Yes. Why would I you agree. go Griffin? Okay. Uh, well, I, I, there's the leadership component of Slytherin that stands out because she was next in line and she wanted to lead her people. She just didn't want to lead her people the way that she was being told to lead. She wanted right. them to branch out and discover. Running off without thinking is absolutely what Harry, Ron, and Hermione did in every single book, every single time to try to save the day. And I think that the way that she charges into the situations with all of the things she's faced with, and the fact that she just runs off without thinking, I think that puts her squarely with Ron and Hermione and Harry. She'd be right there with them if she was at Hogwarts. Yep, I agree. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think and we, she even left because of crazy grandma. A prophecy caused her to leave. There you go. I mean, it, it all just fits, yeah. All right. 
Wait, so can, there's we take our... one, can we take one second and appreciate something? Yeah, what? My dad used the word parcel tongue correctly. I am I'm so impressed. proud right now. I'm so I don't, proud. I don't have the ability to speak parcel tongue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still proud that he's... Oh, here. Oh, Speaking man. of, we, we, we've gone enough. Do you have a Virgil ask a question queued? We've got are, a couple Are we going to take a break? Let's, let's, let's take a break. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Um, we had three or four of them in the, in the hopper. We do. I'm trying to find, let's do the, let's do, since we've got 15 more to go through. Yeah. Let's do the shorter one this week. All right. Sounds good. Are you ready? Let's go. In 1886, scientist Norman Lockyer discovered the second most abundant element in the universe using a new device at the time called a spectroscope. It is second only to the element hydrogen. This element would go on to change the history of the world in many ways. My question is a two-part question. Part one is, what was the name he gave this element, that being Norman Lockyer? And then what do we call the element? Oh, man. I know the answer to number two. What's number two? I don't, I don't know this one. Uh, well, I'll helium. Go okay. It's helium, but I don't know what name he gave it. Loxlerlium? Loxlerlium. <laughs> Or maybe he did. I don't know. It is helium, but I don't. I don't know the other part. So in the in the comments, I need an answer, Dad. What, what what's the answer uh, to the two parter? What was helium's original name? It's named after Helios, but helium's original name. It was helium. Yeah, that's why I need. I need an answer in the comments. Virgil leaves a comment is what this segment is now. Virgil leaves the, yeah, the sun, sun god. god. Yeah, Helios. Okay. Yeah. So was it just Helios? He named it after Helios. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Nice. Uh, so right. helium was sorted into a Hogwarts house. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's go through the periodic table. Okay. <laughs> if Next. <laughs> Sorry. Next is oh. our two left by Jason Porter. And they're the two most obscure ones that we have on this list. Oh, I am thoroughly excited about these two. Uh, Herbie the love bug. Yes. Okay. Herbie where are we putting bananas? Where are we putting the punch bug? I would actually say, so the love bug's an interesting one because he is just this cute little car, right? That runs around and makes trouble and that kind of thing. And I think a lot of people would probably say Hufflepuff because of how cute he is and how loyal he is and everything, I would actually drop him right in the middle of Slytherin because he's a troublesome little guy. He is. He's he is. a cunning little dude. So I would drop him into a Slytherin. I, I can't disagree with you there. Although Brian says that that's my go-to. I, You would think my go-to would be my house. <laughs> you think so. Of Hufflepuff, but uh, I'm going to put him in Slytherin. Sure. Preston w Walters. Yes. From blank check. Okay. Mr. McIntosh. <laughs> Honestly, I'd put him at Gryffindor. Really? Because he's got courage to, to run all these tricks. Okay. He's brave. He has the nerve to keep it going. And he's chivalrous because 
Then he tried to like take that chick and the girl out and like buy her all these nice things. And he realizes he's too young in that part of the movie. Or am I misremembering something? I think that's big. Okay. <laughs> you know, but hey, you know, they really that different. I, I, I would honestly, because of exactly what you said, the kid has this check. He knows that what he's doing isn't exactly right. And he makes the most of a situation where he is stealing 100% Slytherin all the way. 100%. Once again, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to go Slytherin now because Brian said that's my go-to. <laughs> Even if it makes sense. Brian's okay. point was if you couldn't figure it out. I think this one's pretty clear. All right. You know, Herbie, we'll Herbie had a few more qualities, but in this one, it's almost like Home Alone. Where would you put, where would you put Kevin in Home Alone? Oh, Slytherin. I mean, you know, everybody point. would say, well, look how brave he is. But yeah, that little, that little uh, booger was a tough guy. Oh, <laughs> a Eric Terry. You're right, Dave. He, uh, that wasn't big. That was. Oh, okay. Check. Cool. Awesome. Let's keep that up there for a couple minutes. Sure. Um, Nobody on the podcast can see it anyway. I know. I know. All right. So <laughs> we're, we're done with the obscure characters until one more. Um, now let's go with the big cheese. Oh, boy. Mickey Mouse. Mickey I would Mouse. say I, I don't think he is Slytherin because he's not cunning. He's resourceful, but he's not cunning. Well, it depends on which one you're looking at. I say we go with the OG. I say we don't go with this rubber hose. Oh, no, I'm Mickey talking Mouse. about like Brave Little Taylor Mickey Mouse or Jack and the Beanstalk Mickey Mouse kind of thing. You know? See, I'm, I'm thinking the shorts, the car, the shorts yeah. Mickey Mouse, yeah. where he's, he's trying to woo Minnie. Mm -hmm. He's trying to woo... You know, be best friends with Pluto, best friends with Goofy. I'm putting him in Hufflepuff mm. because of his loyalty, his hard work, and his patience. Because he is very patient with everything. Sure, that's done. Yeah, I can get along with that. Yeah, he is going straight into Hufflepuff with me. Yeah, I, I don't know though because if Mickey's not Gryffindor then I think that means nobody in the Fab Five slash Fab Six, if you include Daisy, that means none of them are in Gryffindor, in my mind. Yeah, I don't think they are. I mean, that, that, but yet courage and that type of thing, there are some stories where it comes out. It's more slapstick humor, and I think that takes away the Gryffindor element. So, yeah, I'm with I you think on that we, I think we can rule out any of the Fab Six being in Gryffindor. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, Eric, I, Eric says my unpopular opinion. Mickey isn't my favorite. I totally agree. Oh, Donald's my favorite. No, Goofy. Well, that Goofy hands matches down. matches who we like. So I like Donald. I know, like right? Goofy. And and now let's go. Welcome to my blue boutique, where everyone chat one unique. All right, Minnie Mouse. Yeah, <laughs> that when you go in the boutique. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Can you, you tell, tell I'm a girl dad? <laughs> exactly. Oh. All right. I, honestly, I'm at a loss for Hufflepuff. For I would put her smack dab in Ravenclaw. Just because yeah. she is intelligent to run all of her, her stuff. She She's learned how to do everything. She learns how to put up with Mickey. 
Yeah. She's wise. And she has a little bit of wit to her. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll give it to her. I'll give it to her. I, I don't know. There's something about, like I said, most of these characters from the original stuff. I I think, again, it's the nature of the content. I just want to put most of them in just Hufflepuff and say, that's where you belong. You know? Yeah, because of their just, Yeah, because it, it, that feels like it's such a strong theme. But I'll go with you on Ravenclaw. I'm not going to fight okay. you on that one. Yeah. Donald Duck. Oh, Slytherin all the way, dude. Hands down. Uh, there's there's no... I was hoping we'd have an argument with uh, like this. I mean, he's the only character that had... I think the only one that had any of the episodes where the devil was on one shoulder and the angel was on the other one and he's always got oh, the horns coming out of his head. Well, I mean, you, think, you think about how Donald approaches interaction with Chippendale. Yeah. And in the end, they would usually work it out. But in between the beginning and the end, total Slytherin all the way. Yeah. Total Slytherin all the way. I can agree with that. Yeah. All right. Daisy. I don't know that I know enough about Daisy to sort you of. You have um, to put her in Hufflepuff because she is patient with Donald. She loves Donald. She knows that he's a handful, but yeah. she is super patient, yeah, super loyal yeah. to, to Donald. And you're right. This I think for the Fab Six, Hufflepuff is the the it's the easy category to throw them in. Sure, exactly. Yeah, if but, you want to get some Gryffindors, you got to go to like Ducktales or Tailspin or that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yep. All right, Goofy. This is a hard one because he's not hardworking. He's not patient. <laughs> he's not intelligent. He's not ambitious. I don't know if we can put him in a house. Would he be Filch? Goofy. Okay. So, so would we just say Goofy would lose the letter? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, I would. Mean, he would lose the letter. Goofy would be probably in the ministry of magic, like breaking something. But what, like I said, would he be a squib? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm trying to think he, you can't put him anywhere. Vance, you say Ravenclaw, but why? He's not intelligent. No. He has no wisdom. No. I, I don't see where you can put him. Yeah, I would almost I would almost say he'd be the groundskeeper or the filter. Because I can't yeah. he doesn't have the edge that Filch has to like catch students in the hallway and stuff like that. But you know, Hagrid was always getting into some kind of bumbling thing, even though his heart was in the right place. I would say that Goofy would be like the groundskeeper and the magical creatures guy. All right, Jeffrey Martin makes a good question. What about goof troop goofy? Not <laughs> goofy. I never, uh, that was out of my, I have not seen the Goofy movie or Goof Troop. So I'm gonna let you take that one. I think you'd have to probably put Goof Troop Goofy. Yeah, Ravenclaw. <laughs> if you went Goof Troop Goofy, I would put him in Ravenclaw. See, but this is my problem though, is Vance says, have you seen the Goofy movie? He's a man of many talents. Have you seen like the sports short about the Olympics and how to right. fish? I mean, that is goofy. Goofy is not a man of many talents. He is the comic relief all the way. Groundskeeper Goofy. I love it. Yes. I think that's where he ends up. Yes. Yep. All right. So how do we do Pluto? <laughs> um, Pluto would be the dog that they have through the whole series 
that you find out used to be somebody and was transfigured like the Mooney wormtail um, yeah. prongs, whatever it was, you know, it's like that you find out that Pluto, Pluto would be a pet that then you turn out surprise. It really was somebody that's integral to the whole story. So, but who, where would he be? Harry he's, said he's just a dog. Nobody's just anything in Harry Potter's universe. Right. <laughs> There's nobody's just anything. Um, I think that Pluto, oh, Pluto could be a Patronus. Jeffrey hit it on that one. Okay. I think I'd take that one. Yep. Okay. Pluto there would be go. Mickey's Patronus. Pluto, because, you, you know, Mickey will do something and Pluto's like, seriously? And he'll or save stuff him. like that. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Yeah, there we All go. Right. Jeffrey, man, saving the day. How about that? There you go. All right, there's our Fab Six. Now we come to Luke Skywalker. Mm. What do you think, Dave? Off the bat, we can rule out Ravenclaw because he's just a farm boy. Sure. At the beginning. Right, but I think you could say that Return of the Jedi Luke has started to head that direction. I think we can rule out Hufflepuff. Okay. Because he, I don't know if we'd call him hardworking. Okay. I think he he is a lot like I am and he wants to jump to the very end and not see the hard work going through. Yeah. And he got what he wanted too. I mean, Hey kid, you just showed up, go fight in this battle, you know? Right. Yeah. I think we can easily say he's either Gryffindor or he's Slytherin. I'm leaning more towards Slytherin okay. because he's very easily. I would wanting say to go to the dark side. What would you said? What would you say, Adam? Yeah. Be quiet. Sorry, you're, you're breaking up. Um, no, you're breaking up on my side. I can't hear anything you're saying right now. Um, I would say that he is, when he sits down, because of how close he came to turning to the dark side, but, but wasn't able to do it. I would say he sits down and the sorting hat does exactly to him what it did to Harry Potter. Not Slytherin, eh? And I think that it sees in him the cave in Dagobah, that whole thing is about having something on the inside. Can you control it or not? Yeah. And I think that, I think the, the same interaction, not Slytherin, and he says, not Slytherin, better be Gryffindor. That's what I think would happen with Luke. I, I could see both happening. Yeah. Easily. I think right. he makes the choice. I think he, he fights the dark side and comes out on the light. So I think he would, be Slytherin, but then end up where he makes his own choice to be in Gryffindor, just like Harry. Okay. Yeah, Adam, your fan is giving me seizures. <laughs> All right. In the same vein, what about Ray? I don't know if I know enough about Ray to really sort her. Yeah, I we feel like it's such an underdeveloped. It's such an underdeveloped character at the end of the day. Um, we, we didn't get the character development we needed for her. I would I'd put her Gryffindor just because she follows that same yeah. path that where she she is a Palpatine, 
So she could be Slytherin, but she ends up being Gryffindor. Such strong just parallels. Mm. You, you, you think that, that something was stolen from <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, let's let's um, move on. I agree with you on that one. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm I'm gonna throw two curveballs at you that aren't on the list. Okay, let's do it. C3PO. C3PO. Human cyborg relations. C3PO would be like nearly headless Nick. So droids and droids and no droids and Harry Potter would be like the droids would be like the ghosts in Harry Potter. So Sometimes you wouldn't bring any to the story, but I, I I don't think you can sort a droid no. Okay, because they could be reset. Now C three PO is a creation of everything that's happened up until that point, and if he got completely rebooted, like we saw in the end, he would need something to jolt him back, and and I, I think that that's that's an interesting one though. Yep. I would probably say I'm, his memory banks would make him a Ravenclaw, but how right. he always sticks with R2-D2, even though he's calling him names along the way, makes him more of like a Hufflepuff. I'd go Ravenclaw, lean Hufflepuff. Yeah, sure. All right, here is one that I want you only to to sort. Okay. Figment. Oh, Figment. Oh, imagination. Um, man. Imagination. That's a tough one, dude. Um, we can rule out Slytherin. He just doesn't have that vibe to him. I don't, he's, I'm going to have to say, you know, it's almost like if you have someone that's in like an adventurous thing, it's automatically Gryffindor. And if you have somebody that's really smart, it's, he's just so cute and lovable. How can you not say Hufflepuff? Even the yeah. name. Hufflepuff. You know, I can see him saying it. Yeah. 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 But I think that the, what he, how he stirs thoughts though, in people, you could say Ravenclaw because of his wit and the way that he presents things. It's about using that knowledge and wisdom of how you could spur your imagination, but ultimately it's just too cute and cuddly to be anything but a puff. So. Yep. That's right. That's what I was thinking too. All right. Yeah. This one's going to be one for you only as well. You and Vance. And I know Vance is watching. Cliff second second. Cliff Secord. Secord, sorry. Cliff Secord. Cliff Secord. The Rocketeer. The, the Rocketeer. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this one a lot. You know, again, adventurous and da 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 Rocketeer to the rescue, Gryffindor, obviously. But I don't know, I don't really know that it is because he's he's definitely not a Ravenclaw because PV does PV with Ravenclaw because he's got the knowledge and he's the one that makes the helmet and figures out the fuel ratios and all that kind of stuff in the rocket pack. Um, so I'm crossing Slytherin off the list. Are um, you? I am because, again, he doesn't take the rocket pack with intentions to advance himself with it. You know, he might have that, that thought at the beginning, but then he gets caught up in having to save Jenny and, you know, fighting the Nazis and all that kind of stuff. So I think he starts off as a puff. He just gets caught up in this whole crazy mess and I think he ends up a Gryffindor at the end. Vance uh, says he's only seen Rocketeer once. I thought that was you. That oh, and it was Jeffrey that said Rocketeer. I'm sorry, Vance. I, yeah, I knew it was one of you two. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Jeffrey, so what do you think then? Yeah, I, I I'm need saying to know. start Are off you? as kind of a puff, because you know this goofy guy who's knocking over movie sets and spilling soup on the girl and all that stuff. 
I think he ends up a Gryffindor at the end. See, I'm saying he starts a Slytherin and ends up Gryffindor. What because he steals, he, he steals the rocket pack for his personal gain to start off. But he, he stumbles it's, across it's the, it. He, well, he stumbles he across take, it. He takes something that's not his. But the first time he uses it is to save somebody from a plane that's going down. It's the first time he uses it. That's when he's like, oh, I like it. And they're like, well, you have to give it back. And he's like, well, Bigelow pay us a lot of money. And, you know, that's where he starts to edge off into Slytherin. But then the adventure sweeps in and kind of kills any chance he has to do anything about it, you know. Okay. And he has to save the day with it. So I don't he could have gone Slytherin with it if he'd have been like, look, I'm going to be famous. But yeah. I would say Gryffindor in the end. Vance says Gryffindor in the end as well. All right. We'll stick with that. Cool. All that right. A good one. I enjoyed that thoroughly. You ready for this next one? Uh, yeah. He is the A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R. We are meant to be a colony that runs independently. Meanwhile, Britain keeps... Okay, anyway. Um, his name is Alexander Hamilton. Eventually, we'll sort them relentless. All right, come on. What do you think? <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry, Jeffrey. I like it. There, I didn't say okay. I like it correctly. I like it. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. You cannot put him as a puff. I yeah, I he wants that. he wants justice. He's hardworking, but he is not patient. And I don't put him as loyal because he cheats on Eliza. I'd agree with that. And he turns his back on um Lafayette too. But right. there are reasons behind that, but still. Right. Blair says Ravenclaw. He's I intelligent. I disagree as well. He's intelligent. He he is learning. He is learned. He has wisdom and he has wit. So there are the four characters there. There he's also has the four care. He has three of the four characters. Ooh, did you reach the cold coffee? Ooh, wow. All right. You have you have three of the four for Gryffindor. Courage, bravery, and nerve. I don't say I don't think he's chivalrous. Not Gryffindor. I don't think he's Gryffindor. We're going the same way. He is Slytherin as Slytherin gets. 110%. You know why? Because the man is nonstop. Nonstop. Yep. <laughs> I say he is. De I agree with BK on this. He is definitely Slytherin. Yeah. He is ambitious. He is super cunning. I I'm reading. I'm reading the... Uh, the the George Washington book right now, listening to the George Washington book right now, Thomas Jefferson thought that that he cunned his way into Washington's good graces. Hmm. And, and I don't think he did. Washington usually you know sided with with yeah. Hamilton, but it did come across as as Hamilton kind of cunned his way into sure. I Washington that's a word, but I get what you're saying. Well cunning cun. Con is not a con. Con. There you go. There you go. Okay. Much better. Very, very big leadership qualities. And anybody who is resourceful in the United States was Alexander Hamilton. Sure. Yep. On the flip side of this, do you have another one? You, you look like no. you're about to say something. No. Keep, keep going. Are, are we I'm still talking about Alexander? Because I have one point to make if we're moving on. Go, go ahead and do your Alexander. No, I, I agree. I think that um, someone said it, Vance said it, ambition is his folly. You know, if he was, he could have been a Ravenclaw very easily if there was more of a 
clean motive behind what he wrote. You know, like when you look at him writing the 51 Federalist Papers, there's a clean motive there just to defend the Constitution, but to, you know, what got him into trouble with Mariah Reynolds was that he stayed behind because he had to get his plan through Congress because he was going to be the one that determined the financial system of how America worked. And then right. he wrote the Reynolds pamphlet because he was so concerned about his legacy and he didn't want his good name tarnished, at least politically, you know, and that ambition and that worrying so much about a legacy was his downfall. And that's totally what puts him squarely into Slytherin. He could have been a Ravenclaw. I, I would he, put him, I would put him in the, in the same vein as Voldemort. I love Hamilton, but he had good ideas, but he twisted them to make it all about Hamilton. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, that's, a, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty interesting. And so the Federalist papers are his horcruxes. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I just wanted say to that. say those two words in the same sentence. I would say that his sex scandal and the, the Reynolds pamphlets were his horcruxes. Sure. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. And in, in the same vein, talk about Alexander Hamilton. We got to talk about Mr. Smile less, talk more. Aaron Burr, sir. Yeah. Talk less. What? Smile more. Don't let them know what you're against or what you're for. You can't be serious. If you want to get ahead, anyway, <laughs> fools right. who run their mouths off wind up dead. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Yeah, I mean, everybody's <laughs> doing it in their head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, okay. Nowhere does he, does Burr belong more than Hufflepuff. Mm. Hardworking, patient as all gets out. He just wants what he thinks is justice. And he's loyal. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a patience there. I mean, the song is called Wait For It. Yeah. So I, I think the patience is there. I, I, I'm trying to think, where would you sort somebody whose main characteristic is that they see an opportunity, they have the potential to take that opportunity, they have the intelligence, but they can't pull the trigger because the what if I fail? What if it oh. isn't the right way to go? And I, I think if he had been a little more decisive, I could drop him in a Ravenclaw. If he had been as cunning as Hamilton, you could put him side by side in Slytherin. But he's definitely not a Gryffindor because he didn't have the courage or the bravery to step out when things got tough. Um, but he did have moments. I mean, when he goes after the Senate seat that Scott. Hamilton's father-in-law holds, you know, when he goes after that and when he's campaigning for president, he could have been a Slytherin. But it's that indecisiveness that makes him a Hufflepuff. I agree. Yep. Yeah, like Brian we, said, Burr is a coward. What house is that? Yeah. I mean, the only coward you really knew that that was a main character was Gilderoy Lockhart, and he was a Ravenclaw. I, I would say, when up until the last book, Neville Longbottom was a coward, and yeah. and if it wasn't for the Sorting Hat seeing the potential in Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom was a Hufflepuff. Hmm. And it's the same thing with Burr. He's a coward all the way until he says, guns, drawn, we hawking. You know? Yeah. He's a coward up until the very last moment. Yep. And that's, I, I put him in Hufflepuff. Okay. I, I'm with you on that. Sure. 
We struck it, but let's just do it because we're in the Hamilton vein. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. I would put Thomas Jefferson as a Ravenclaw. He's intelligent. He's learned. He's yeah. very wise. And he is funny as all get out. Yeah, I would agree too because Ravenclaws would probably be the one house that has a tendency. Well, Slytherin would too, but in a, in a different way to be elitist. Yep. Like Ravenclaw is going to be snotty because of everything they know. Slytherin Slytherin's going to be that way because of their family lineage or their pure bloods and things like that. And, and I think Jefferson, I think you could say Ravenclaw on that. Sure. Yeah. Easily. Uh-oh. Brian says what? With I think three? he says what? To which about, one? I think he says that about Aaron Burr. I don't think he believes about the uh, Aaron Burr thing. Okay. Um, let's throw it out there. George Washington. George Washington. I mean, can he be anything other than a Gryffindor? It's a no. travesty, and you should be charged with treason if you say George Washington is anything but a Gryffindor. I agree. I agree. All right. <laughs> we've got... America. Anyway. We've got four, and then we will end with a with one that you've probably wanted us to go all along. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Hmm. I think you have to strike Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that there are there are good arguments for both Gryffindor and Slytherin. But because Robin Hood's main goal is to rob from the rich to give to the poor, I'd go Slytherin. He's doing it with good intentions. But yeah. he's still going about it the wrong way. So you're making the point that you have to remember that not all Slytherins are bad. Right. Yes. Yeah, I could go along with that. Sure. Because, I mean, he he holds courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. I get it. But he also holds ambitious, cunning. He is all about leadership, and he's all about being resourceful. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's another one of those Harry Potter moments. Yeah. Yeah, Eric says it's his favorite Disney movie and the live action will be dumb. Do we need another live action Robin Hood after Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? No, but I do want a Disney Robin Hood, not not Prince of Thieves. I mean, we we don't get... I Isn't love Prince Trumpet of Thieves. fanfare, man. Oh, I know. Can't beat I it, know. dude. <laughs> anyway. Is that the woodwinds part? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. I can't do a stitch. Can you? You can't. Stitch. This is my family. It's little and broken, but good. Yeah, still good. Oh, Hannah. Um, I'm putting him straight in Slytherin. Because he is bad <laughs> to start off. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying Slytherin. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see Slytherin. I can see Slytherin, but I, mm, yeah, I, I don't think you can make a case for any other one that much. You might end up be, being able to say some Hufflepuff tendencies because of his end up his loyalty to Lilo and the family, but, but I don't know not, that his I don't know that his badness level goes down enough. He doesn't want justice. He wants yeah. the opposite of justice. Yeah, he wants to destroy San Francisco, and he's not hardworking. <laughs> My mom says Stitch is not bad. 
He's not, but at, he at first he was. He he yeah. was the ultimate killing machine. But even even, yeah, yeah, it's a tough. There's one. no other house you could put Stitch in. Hmm. He saves the day at the end of the day, though. Though doesn't but he redeem not, himself a little bit? But not all Slytherin are bad. But in Lilo and Stitch too, Stitch has a glitch. He doesn't want ever- to be bad. Who has watched Lilo and Stitch 2? Okay, you might be the only one. <laughs> I can go Slytherin. I'm okay with that. I, I, right. I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have a problem with it. Jeffrey it's, Martin. It's, not all Slytherins are bad point. I agree. Based on the cartoon series, he's definitely a Slytherin. Who has watched the cartoon series? Apparently Jeffrey Martin. <laughs> all right. All right, let's go. What we got I'm, going, I'm going to probably ruffle some feathers here. Elsa. Okay. Go ahead. You talk yours through, and then I'll... uh, Are we talking across the entire arc of Frozen and Frozen 2? We are talking Frozen 1 and 2. All right, Frozen 1 and 2. If you talk across the entire arc... mm, My tendency stays 1 and 2. She does the same thing in 1 and 2. Yeah, that's true. But I think that you talk about somebody who's going through something that they cannot control. And what do they do? They run off without thinking and end up hiding to confront their problem. And then they end up saving the day in a sense, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to say there's a Gryffindor aspect to that, to have something like that. That's a power that you didn't know you had that comes out of nowhere. It's very Harry Potter esque. Um, But Harry didn't hide from it, you know? Right. And so that moves me more away from Gryffindor into like a puff maybe. Cause I don't think you can call her ambitious leadership. I don't see those kinds of things. So I can't say Slytherin. I don't think we see a lot of wit or intelligence and I don't see a lot of wisdom. So I'd say you could, it's a toss up between Gryffindor and Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. I see it firmly in Hufflepuff. Firmly. Because when she runs away, what is she running away for? Why is she shutting the door on Anna at first? Because she wants to protect her. Protect Anna. Yeah. Why does she run away from Arendor or Arendelle and hide in her ice castle? To protect him. Why does she run away from Arendelle to to go after all of this? The the the, the earth wind. The other forces. Ah! Yeah. Thing. Oh, there it is. Okay, beautiful. Um, yeah, Hufflepuff. She is loyal to a fault. Yeah, Brad Toon says way too powerful I, for the. That's puff. what keeps me from saying Hufflepuff, though. That's what keeps me from doing that because there, other than Cedric, no other Hufflepuff changed any of the arc of any of the books. Nifidor talks did. She fought for like half of a battle at the end. And she died holding her husband's hand. Oh, total huff. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But she's not courageous. I don't think Elsa's courageous. She's doing it out of duty to to hide and save everybody else. I don't think she's brave. Yeah, but but she sits there and she tries to climb those waves in Frozen 2. She rides that water horse thing and goes down where they say don't go down to so that she can solve the problem. 
I think she shows more bravery in Frozen 2 than she does in the first one. I can agree with that. But I I think she's she goes down to all those depths because she's hardworking. I think she's a Hufflepuff like I am. Everything except patience. Okay. I would say Gryffindor if I had to pick one. Okay. This is where you and I are going to disagree. Okay. And that's perfectly fine. Disagree. Disagree. All right. So we did Anna. We got to do, or we did Elsa. We got to do Anna. Mm. One could make the, the Ravenclaw argument. Mm, can you? I was born ready. That doesn't seem like a lot of wisdom. That's true. <laughs> I think she's puffed. She's chasing after her sister. And we promised we were going to do this together. Hey, that sounds like, wait a minute. You said we were going to do this together. We do this together. It's almost like they're the same movie, Harry Potter and Frozen. Hmm. Or, or <laughs> who's the one that says, I have to do it? Anna. Yeah. Who tricks her sister into letting her go with her in the second one? I don't remember that part, but I'll take it. Anna. Who takes up being queen at the end? Well, she kind of has to. She's loyal or she's got leadership. Well, I don't know about that. We, we'll find out in Frozen 3, I guess. Who's resourceful enough? To destroy Arendelle. I say Slytherin. Okay. I, I mean, I, I see your points. I think that the, the running thing throughout the whole movie is being, you know, family first sisters, you know, before misters and all that stuff. Yeah. Loyalty stands out too strong for me. I think there for me to say anything but Hufflepuff. I say she, and this is the only one I see Hufflepuff lean Slytherin or Slytherin lean Hufflepuff. I, you rarely see those two. Sure. But I would say she so shows some Slytherin tendencies. Okay. And she shows Hufflepuff tendencies. For sure. Yeah. So, ooh, Vance Cope. Talk sh should have stayed behind. She left behind a new baby when she should have been at home. Now Teddy is an orphan. Poor Teddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to end with this. Well, my dad says let's do Nick Saban. I got to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, he's Slytherin. Who's ever slithered Nick Saban into a Hogwarts house before on a podcast? He is Slytherin. Absolutely. There is nowhere else you're putting Nick Saban. <laughs> you don't think he's a puff, Dave? No. <laughs> All right. All right. Where are we putting the spoonful of sugar? I don't know. You tell me. Is the this code? Huh? Is this code? Where are we putting Mary Poppins? Oh, man. I, mm. Mm. You could make a strong case for Ravenclaw, but the hot take would be to put her in Slytherin. Yes, but she's Ravenclaw all the way, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think Hands that's a safe down. choice. The wit, the wisdom. She even puts it into song, you know. Yep. But the resourcefulness of being able to pull out of that bag whatever you want, whenever you want it—that's magic, man. She might have actually been at Hogwarts at some point. Uh, there, there is a thought that there I has can, been. 
I can see the same thing with her that um, that we said with Luke that she would be the not Slytherin, but she would pick Ravenclaw if she was given the option not to be in Slytherin. Yep. All right, Adam, I'm leaving this one just for you. Oh, there's another surprise one. Sort the man himself. Whew. Walter, Walter Elias Disney. Mm. One of your heroes. I would say, man, because he lied on that application to be an ambulance driver in the war. Mm -hmm. So that says Slytherin. He was ambitious enough to start his own company and cunning enough to come up with things like the, the, the plane camera and sound synchronized with film and all that kind of stuff. There's a good bit of Slytherin there. There is a good bit of Slytherin there. Um, I don't think I would say Hufflepuff, even though hard work is there. I don't know if I would say patience would be one of the strong suits with Walt. Um, he needed Roy to, yeah. to make yeah, it. I, I, I think Roy was the Ravenclaw that had the, the financial wit and wisdom to get the things done and do what had to be done. Walt was the dreamer. And it's that, it's that same Slytherin Gryffindor line that you have to choose of their if you believe there can be good Slytherins, I think you would say put them in Slytherin. If you believe that Slytherin, there has to be some undercurrent of ill intent, I think then you would flop him to a Gryffindor. Yep. So I'm, I think it depends on what you believe, you know? I'm right along there with you. That's, that's and then what he'd I'm be headmaster, of course. Oh, of course. He has I mean, to be. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. We're putting the, the sorting hat up for another week here. Let me, let me, let me, let me pick the sorting hat up. Take him off everybody's hats and, and sorting hat, go go away. Go away. All right. Sorting hat has gone home. <laughs> All right, Adam. You've got a beef. Yeah, I do. I don't know, man. We got to end this show with this beef. I've been looking forward to this beef all day. Fine. By the way, all right. hold on, hold on. Before we say anything. Okay. This lovely shirt. Yes. You, you see, we saw, talked about this on the live, but... Adam, where can they get a shirt like this? So we have a new merchandise shop over at estateaffairboutique.com. Spell the whole thing out. You can see it typed out down there in the ticker. We'll put a link and a thing in the podcast description too so everybody listening can see it. But you can get that at estateaffairboutique.com. When you go to the website over on the left-hand side, you will see Unrelated at Birth. Click on that, and that will be the... Um, that will be the shop that you go to for all of our merch. It will be an expanding merchandise line and you can get the world famous Russell Adams, 2020 brothers, but not by birth vote for us shirt. Um, and then you can proudly show who you're going to write in for candidate for president this year. Could you imagine if we got an, uh, this, this won't happen unrelated at birth plus what? What? Unrelated at birth plus. <laughs> oh, please. No more pluses. I mean, why no not? More pluses. We can't. I, so I, I'm a, big proponent of Dave Ramsey and he came out with like this thing where you get access to financial peace and his every dollar budgeting software. And he called it Ramsey plus I'm like, oh, seriously, another plus can't we name something original anymore? Anyway. I mean, we, why no not? Jeffrey? Why not? Unrelated birth plus. All right, Adam, what really grinds your gears? Oh man. So there are things that have happened in the background, not to me, but to people that I care about very much that it just make me want to say something. And I wasn't going to do it. And to be honest, Dave was like a dude, you have to a dude. <laughs> so I've, I've covered off with certain people 
the caveat that this does not apply to them. And if you have listened to this and you know who you are, but it is time for a change. When you see a 78 year old man running for president and a 74 year old man who's currently president. And one of those, one of those guys has been in business forever. One of those has been in the Senate forever. And those 47 years that one of those guys has been in the Senate, this is not a political rant, I promise, but nothing's really changed. When you see your boss at work or certain executives in different companies that have been there forever and you come with good ideas, but it's not their idea or they don't understand it. So it can't possibly be a good decision. So they shut you down. When you live your life and certain members of your family tell you what you should do, and instead of telling you what could be done or what's a potential option and say, you know what, you're an adult, the choice is up to you. But instead they tell you what you should do. There is a real need right now in our country and probably around the world for the previous generation to let go a little bit and let the Gen X, Zennials, whatever you call us, in, that are turning 40 this year or in the three or four years before or after 2020. It's time Could to be millennials, the, the early millennials. millennials. Yeah. I, I don't want to go too far down the millennial stuff because some of the things I see young people doing these days, <laughs> but anyway, this, this kind of, if you're 40, if you're 35 to 45 right now, you're probably nodding your head with me because either it may not be your family. It might be your boss or somebody at work or just politics in general. It's time for the previous generation to let some young people be who they are going to be and let go a little bit. And again, I've already told the people who know this doesn't apply to them that they know it doesn't apply to them. So you know who you are, but um, it's time. It's it, Dave made a point the other day. Loosen the reins. <laughs> Dave made a point the other day. You turn 18, you're an adult. If that's true, let it be. Let, let it be. Adults. Let the adults Let have an, thank you. Let the adults have an equal seat at the table. Let the adults be able to make their own decisions in their own lives. And unless they're putting their children or their families in direct harm's way, if you don't agree with it, but it's okay for them to do what they're doing, just nod your head and smile. You don't always have to dictate. You don't always have to say, and you don't always have to hold us back. So would you be willing to say that it's time for the gen, uh, what do you, zennials to be in the room where it happens, the room <laughs> where it happens, the room where it happens? Yeah, but that that's the problem though, Dave, is we are in the room where it happens and other people break down that door and tell us what it is that should be done in that room that they're not in. So we, that's what they need to really realize is we do have our own room where it happens that they're not a part of. And a lot of that stuff, we don't need their opinions on. And if we need it, we'll ask for it sometimes. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't give solid, good advice in business and family life and things like that. You shouldn't offer up advice, but dictating a course of action in someone else's life, just because you powdered their butt when they were a baby 40 years ago, isn't the right way to go. It's time to let adults be adults and it's time to stop holding us back. So it's one of the reasons I'm, I'm going to say this tongue in cheek, Dave. It's mm -hmm. oh, Blair says the older generation needs to talk less and smile more. There you go. Boom. 
It's one of the reasons you see, and one of the reasons our generation is so sensitive to the fact you can't call Funko Pops toys. Right? right. A, because they're collectibles. But B, we are very sensitive to the fact that we understand we enjoy things that some people consider childish. We're, we, we are totally embrace the fact that we're sitting here sorting Disney characters into Hogwarts houses. But you know what? We have people listening to this. We have a lot of interaction from people that get a little bit of joy out of it and it gives everybody a break from all of the seriousness of the world. So just let us do it. Just let us do it. Let us bring something out to people and create something rather than just consuming other people's stuff all day and let it happen. But you can't call it toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> Dave's putting up my app for Twitter and, and Facebook and then my email address. Do not send it. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the be kind aspect to this that I say, I'm not telling people to butt out. I'm not trying to be unkind to people. I'm trying to remind people that sometimes kindness means your opinion is not known. So anything you'd like to add to that, Dave? No. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be Switzerland here. Um, If you have an opinion and if we sorted somebody in the wrong house, first off the golden hat, the golden hat of the South has spoken. And and the the houses oh, that's stuck. That's awesome. The houses are sorted now. But if Brian Key, great point. <laughs> Let me play my video games now. And you know what, dude? If if you enjoy it, go do it, man. If it gives you an outlet and makes you a better father in the end because you've blown off some steam playing a stupid video game, go do it. Yep. You know, not all dads work in, in woodwork in a garage and do things with their hands like a man anymore. Some people have found other outlets. Just let us do it. Go play your video games, dude. Congrats for finding an outlet that helps you be a better person because you get rid of some of your stress that you have throughout the day. Agreed. I'll do this one for you, Adam. Thank you. If you have an opinion of the show and you, you want to get it off your chest, 650-UAB-SHOW. We'll play it on the air. You'll hear a little beep. Uh, you might even hear a little message. I don't think so, but you'll hear a beep. Yeah. There's, a, there's a brief little leave a message thing, yeah. All right. And and leave the message. Eric Terry says, some criticism is warranted. Agreed. Sure. If you're doing something that is obviously wrong, absolutely. But if it's just a matter of personal taste and personal preference, that, hey, you do this thing, and this thing just isn't a thing that I would do. Cool. I wouldn't take my family there on vac. Okay, great. But guess what I do? Indo story. Yep. Anyway, I feel like if we say any more, the cat's going to come out of the bag. Let's wrap this we up. Got, we got a little too close to home. Uh, <laughs> so, six five zero UAB show. Six five zero UAB show. All right. I am at D Adams four one nine. He is at Run Tide Run. Are you still in hibernation or for what Twitter? No, I'm kind of in. It's it's okay. on probation, dude. That Twitter right. sketchy thing. Instagram at D Adams four one nine. Run Tide Run. Unrelated at birth. Uh, Twitter unrelated bros. D Adams four one nine. If Adam ever comes out of hibernation, will hibernation, hibernation, we'll do that, guys. Our Patreon, patreon.com backslash unrelated birth. We are about to do some cool things with Patreon. Uh, not going to say what it is just yet. 
because we got some cool stuff. We're 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 in the works with some stuff. We got some some of our patrons have responded with some some good feedback. Adam, have you talked to your two patrons that? Not yet. No, I have to still do that. Okay. Okay. Um, but patreon.com, five bucks a month. Everything, every penny that you spend, five. Five. I mean, you can get a foot long sub or you can get more content from us. I mean, you pick. You pick. We might we're we might throw some more just Dave and Adam talking in there too. Just some some Patreon, some patron extras. So for for six dollars. You can upgrade to the Dave Doesn't Sing Patreon Club. That's ten dollars. Oh, is that more money? I th- people might pay it. You never know. <laughs> Amanda, you can't pay it because that comes out of my pocket too. Um, <coughs> so, uh, anyway, guys, no matter what's said on this show, no matter what topic is talked about, we've got our our loyal listeners, and, and we thank you a ton. We've picked up some new cool people, some incredibly cool people, probably from some, some top of the world. Does the sub come with a drink? You know what, Brad, if you, if you meet me down at Disney world, if you come from Canada down to Disney world, I will buy you a Knob Creek Disney pour. That hands down. If you come down, I will buy you a pour. I'll pay for the flight back. No, I didn't say the whole bottle. <laughs> um, we picked up some really cool people. Brad, you're one of them. I, I'm going. I'm going to shout you out on here, Brad. I, you're awesome. Thank you for sticking with us. You, you followed me over from top of the world, and, and and that means a lot. You know, yes, Eric, you're cool too. Uh, we we've got some some cool people that that do some cool things in our our unrelated birth listener group. It. It means a lot to Adam and I that, you know, our family and friends enjoy hanging out with us, but also the people that have just latched on to us just because they found us. That's really cool. Absolutely. Uh, we and, and this sounds so cliche. I say this every week, but we love each and every one of you guys. Uh, it, it, you know, it's awesome. That yes, Kathy, you're cool too. You are very cool too. It is so awesome that that we have people, be it forty, be it four hundred, that just want to listen to what Adam and I do. It blows my wife's mind. I, I'll, I'll be honest, because she, she listens seven days a week. She does. She does. And there are people who actually downloaded my Waze voice finder, which Jeffrey Vance. God bless you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I have actually replaced yours with one that I made of my own kids. Sorry. Okay, see that that's okay. It's it's really did, cool too. I didn't did even you know use, about that feature. Did you use mine for a little bit at least? I did. Yeah. It it, it wasn't bad. People say it's yeah. loud, but it, it's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we love you. It, it, thank you, Adam. Take them home. I want to say, Susie says her son Justin says we're awesome. Hey, you're awesome too. So thank you. Um, so, like I said, be kind to each other. Um, there's actually a new blog post um, on the website. I forgot to mention this week. Um, just posted it today. So go check it out. www.unrelatedatbirth.com. Go to the blog tab. And it is about kindness. A little bit about parenting ties back to last week. Overall, it's about kindness with other people. And so be kind to each other, guys. 
just remember that when you look at somebody and what they're dealing with and the things that they're doing in their lives, love on them, be kind to them. You don't know what they're dealing with on the inside and you want to build them up. You want to support them. You don't want to try to tear things down. So that's why I say it every week, be kind to each other. It's very important. I've learned that lesson myself over the last couple of weeks. And so uh, just, just stick with that guys, because that's it's why we do what we do to create. So create good things in other people's lives and uh, we will catch you next week.